Welcome. You've got mail. Welcome back to the Mail In Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman, sitting in front of me for the, uh, well, he's a veteran of this podcast. He's been on a few times back in the day. First time in the new format. His name is Dave Ruff. Dave, what's going on? I hadn't heard that name in years. I haven't heard that name in years. Very happy to be back on the Mail In Podcast, a We're Wash Media exclusive. Happy to have you, Dave. It's been uh, it's been a long time. I, uh, no offense, I've been trying to like keep you and Dylan as as far away, not far away, but as off the Mail In as long as possible because they wanted to kind of like give it its own run and not get the people too excited about having the OGs back. But we're going Dave and Dylan back-to-back weeks, so. Yeah, that's, uh, that's tough. He's a tough act to follow. He's the, uh, <laughs> the originator of the mail-in pod. But, yeah, I think, I think that's the right move for you. Um, yeah. It's funny because after, after we weren't on the mail-in anymore, people were like, they were like, yeah, man, they had such good advice. And I'm mm-hmm. always like, man, they're not talking about me. <laughs> I was like, there's no way they're talking about me. They love something about Dylan's, like, sultry, fatherly – dulcet tones and uh, sally now sally's got some good advice sally's yeah. very very uh, smart and dylan dylan does too we have to have uh me i just i'm just here to just uh, we throw have gasoline on it we have w- the young sisters uh they're they're due on this podcast we've had some some close calls uh as in they were going to come on but then they had children um so we're, we're gonna get the uh sally you should do one back on you should do one where you get lily and sally on at the same time I I have a feeling that I will contribute absolutely nothing to that show. It would be it'll be a good pod. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. But anyway, Dave, you may be wondering what the mail in podcast is. Yeah, so, I was wondering. Uh, what we do is we do our best to answer your questions. Okay. Yeah. And <laughs> not you, a lot has changed. No, not at all. You may run into situations in your twenties or thirties that you need help with, and we're here to do just that. Get a laugh in. Maybe walk away with something useful. How about that, Dave? How can you help us out? That's how we help you. How can you help us? Tell a friend. It's the easiest way to get into washed media. Uh, maybe too much dip, too. Too much dip's pretty easy. Hey, sports vehicle. Send them a clip. Send them a segment that makes sense. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Follow on Spotify. Provide some content. Hit the hotline. 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. I particularly uh, enjoy, Dave, going through the voicemails where uh, there's like three in a row from the same number. And you're like, oh. This, this dude, he gave it his best. He's like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to try it again. I just did that um, screening calls for uh, the listener voicemails mm. pod. Yeah. And I it's I, I listen to them all. Even yeah. if I know exactly what the, the first two are, I'm mm-hmm. going to listen to them because I just like hearing people like, <laughs> like ah, fuck that up. Don't play that. I'm going to call back. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Ah, I'm going to hit you back. Uh, Dave, before we get going, I, I actually, hold on one side. You can write in at the, uh, the link in the Twitter and Instagram bio as well. It's washmedia.com. Slash the mail-in. Heck yeah. Before we get going, Dave, uh-huh. I asked a question to uh, all of our guests. So I need to know, what was your screen name back in the day? Oh. Well, I had many. The ones, uh, the one that I will share, because <laughs> it's, it's the most safe, um, was Sniper. Okay. With some numbers after it, like, I don't know, like 1652 or something. Okay. Um, no significance in the numbers, just, you know, how they do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I was, I was really into it. The, the noted Tom Berenger, Billy Zane classic sniper. Wow. Uh, owned it on VHS and I was like, man, I'm going to be a sniper one day. Mm-hmm. Um, it still could be. Didn't really work. Well, I'm an easy money sniper on the mm-hmm. court. Got it. Really okay. wet, wet Jay. Right. Wetter than Dylan's. Sure. No, I, so yeah, it was that and I, 
I, I think back about some of the conversations I had on AOL. Mm -hmm. Some of the, I mean, undoubtedly the number of um, uh, deviant men trying to catfish me into, yeah. I mean, that, that, that was a real problem. So you were, in, you were in the chat rooms. I mean, we did chat, yeah. Yeah, okay. I was ch big chat room. I mean, like mm -hmm. mid-90s. Uh, Who was in the chat rooms, am I right? <laughs> yeah, you were you even born. I don't even know. No, no, I was no. I was in the chat rooms heavy, and uh, I was in like wrestling ones. Mm. Um, yeah, I was even in. Um, I was in a group that we would we would do these role playing wrestling things. <laughs> okay, where we would write, um, I guess fan fiction, and uh -huh. like from the point of view of the wrestler, like what happens, like like my my character comes out, you know, walks out, taunts the crowd goes in and then you would like narrate a match and then you would send it to this guy this mod and he would pick who won each match by based on what they wrote really yeah it was like a league it was it's insane to think about i i honestly i don't know that i've ever talked about that uh, that's that that is wild I, it's almost like it feels like it's like some dudes getting off on that stuff like probably. you're writing you're writing like fan like that could vary there's a quick change to erotica in that situation. Absolutely. Yeah. I remember I, I wrote a really good one, I thought. I was probably like 11 or 12. And, like, the guy had me lose the match, and I got mad, and I just quit the league. I was like, all right, well, fuck you then. Yeah, dude. You go to, it's like uh, it's classic mid-'90s wrestling. You go yeah. to the other league. Yeah. Call up Vince. Go, go to ECW. <laughs> more hardcore. Man. I, that, I, I was never in the uh, – I, I think chat rooms had kind of lost their steam, I guess. I'm trying to, like, 2003, four. Five, maybe? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, for I me, it seems like earlier than that. But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they were still hanging on. Yeah, um, yeah. And and to be clear, like, I don't have a specific instance where I was like, oh, I was getting catfished by some pervert. Mm -hmm. But I think about all the times, you know, chatting and, like, being like, oh, will you be my online girlfriend? We didn't say it like that. But, right, right, you right. know, as a dumb 10-year-old, I very well could have been uh, mm -hmm. some 48-year-old. Yeah, that's t Man. Yeah. Wild West days. I mean, really was still is, but you want to go older than that. Uh -oh. I used to dial into bulletin boards. Do you, are you aware? I don't, I don't even know what that means, Dave. So you would, it's just early days of the internet yep. in the nineties, at least you would dial into a bulletin mm -hmm. board and it was a really, really, um, rough way to go look at stuff like information and download files. It was basically like a precursor to, um, like Google kind of. Yeah. Wow. It was it was super bootleg, and if like my if my sister would pick up the phone, it would kick me off because I had the dial up. Yeah. No, I don't like that. Doesn't even register for me. Yeah, it's I I, I see. I don't. I can't even computer server running software that allows users to connect to a system using a terminal program. I don't know what that means. I I don't <laughs> know if I've ever tried to explain to someone what a bulletin board is. I just had one friend growing up. Did it sound like this? Yes. Or or uh, I don't even I don't have the soundbite ready, but whatever you're gonna hit was accurate. That's that's a pager. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's like the, uh, the the old Nokia ringtone. I did have a pager. This is this podcast is just me talking about how old I am. Yep, and me being like, <laughs> holy shit, what? Uh, no, I had one friend growing up who was very very smart, smarter than everybody, and okay. he was really into computers. He would come over and be like, hey, I'm gonna double your ROM on your computer. I'd be like, fuck yeah, double my ROM. I don't know what that is. He did it, and. He uh, he's the one who got me into that stuff, and he showed me how to do it. Now he mm. knew how to go on there and like get files. He might be a a, a 4chan guy for all I know. Now I haven't kept up with him. Man, we'll but, have to follow up. 
Yeah, I, I need to check in on him, but he was like super into math, very, very analytical, just a just a genius dude. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him. Hell yeah. That's the end of my story. Dude, I well I'm 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 intrigued now. Like I had I had a Walkman. I I knew what cassette players were. Fuck, um, I forgot my C D collection. Oh fuck. I'll you get it. I did one bring of these the days. cooler though. I saw that up. I brought there. the cooler. That's huge. Shout out uh, Bison. Man. Uh what else, dude? I, I guess the first thing I remember having was remember the little like You'd have like Justin Timberlake or Britney Spears. They'd have like the little cassettes uh-huh. that you you would have like a keychain full of them, mm-hmm. and they had like one song a piece on them, and you pop them in to like the mini player. It's and interesting to think about like the guy who invented that, or like the mini disc, and, mm-hmm. and and those didn't last long, right? No, those didn't have much of a run. Those are the ones that failed ultimately. But like the guys who developed that, guys or girls, um, companies. Uh, they made they made some money, right? Yeah, they did well. I think so. It's like the Blu-ray guy, right? He was he was just Mr. Ray, Mr. Right. His name was Blue Ray. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he he kind of just missed, you know, like streaming had, or I guess I guess like digital media, kind of took over just, just long enough after he started Blu-ray that he probably made bank on it, but it didn't have a it didn't have a run after the DVD. So he, he okay. Hopefully he was smart with his money, Mr. Ray, he, Mr. Ray, and right. invested. Maybe Doctor Ray could be Doctor Ray. Yeah, Doctor Blue Ray. That's a good Thank name. You. That's a great. That's name. That's my general practitioner. <laughs> that that would be like a, a commenter would have that name. Speaking of my uh, my GP general practitioner retired, and I got oh. the letter, and now I'm like okay, now I got to find a new one. I don't know what. I, uh, I don't. I don't want to start over. Yeah, it was already hard enough like moving to a new town and finding somebody, and. Everybody's recommendation, like they don't either. They don't take our insurance or some mm-hmm. crazy. Every like every doctor has like a waiting list. Yeah, no, it's it was crazy. cool. Uh, when I needed, like, I had like I have a, a hernia that pops up every now and then, uh, and it was flaring up a little bit uh, this January. Didn't know that. Yeah, um, and so I I was like calling around for a GP, and they're like, yeah, we'll see you in May. Yeah, like, I don't. That doesn't. That doesn't seem. Like it works like that. If you're lucky, they'll be like, "We'll put you on the cancellation list." Yeah, it's like, like, well, what, you should have done that anyway. Applying to Harvard here? What? Yeah, is going on. <laughs> I got waitlisted again. Jeez. It's like the fifth time I've been waitlisted in my life. Yeah. So uh, to this to this moment, I still have no GP, but the hernia is. But you do have knock, a hernia. Knock on wood. Yeah, it flares up every. Is now that and a again. thing you get removed if it's if it flares up? How does that uh, work? They basically just have to push your intestine back into the into the abdominal muscle. If that makes sense. You should find one of our um, nice young listeners, uh, one of our ladies in STEM, to teach you how to push it back in yourself. Right. Yeah, I should. if, if anybody has any tips. Tell you what, though, you can't do the mesh. The hernial mesh. Right. You Class action lawsuit. Yep. In Canada, you can. You can do that in Canada? There's a, yeah. Interesting. There's, this is, we're, we're really off on a tangent. This is what here, I but, do. Um, there's a lot of uh, discourse in the NHL community because in Canada, that surgery is legal. And it takes much less time to recover, but in the U.S. it's not. So the, the boys are, they're always like, oh, can we go to Canada to get the surgery? Their teams are like, no, you can't. It's a whole thing. Let the boys get the mesh. Yeah, let Jack let Eichel get a surgery, guys. Anyway, should we jump into the questions, Dave? Please. Let's do it. This first one comes from a friend of ours. He says, the question is specifically for Dave. Oh, no. But I'd be interested in Brett's answer as well. My girlfriend owes me $1,000 from a Mexican vacation and keeps stalling on paying me back. At this point, my only leverage is withholding sex 
Am I taking it too far? What do we tell Dylan? It's not Dylan. Can we say who it's from? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it is fine. Changes the dynamic. It does. Um, wow. I See, I. this is tough. I think the first thing you do is you send a couple emails. If they ignore those, you say this will be the final one. I'm sending this to collections. Right. Uh, get a demand letter over there. You can probably write it up if you. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. you hit me up, mm-hmm. uh, pro bono. I only, I'm uh, fifty dollars an hour. Case of beer. Case of beer. Uh, send it over, and we'll see about it. Well, and we'll probably settle before it goes to court, but we'll uh, we'll we'll flood flood her with some discovery. <laughs> we'll set a deposition date. We'll really uh, make it difficult, and we'll see if we can't get you back some of that money. <laughs> you end up settling for like $330. It's like everybody gets Yeah, <laughs> I get a cut. I get 25%. Yeah. Um, how do you end up uh, How do you end up getting a, uh, having your girlfriend owe you $1,000? I got a – is this like one of those deals where you paid for it and it wasn't really agreed upon? So right. So you just feel like, oh, she should probably pay me back for the trip? Yeah. You just so said, I've, I've had friends hit me up like, hey, me and – so-and-so, we broke up, but we had this trip to, to Cabo or wherever mm-hmm. booked, and it's non-refundable. Like, what should I do? Like, and she, oh, this one, this buddy of mine, <laughs> his, she's the one who paid for it. He's like, do I owe her? Oh. And I was like, dude, I mean. Uh, yeah, right? You probably, like, just looking at it, legally speaking, like, you probably don't. Oh. But, like, you don't law. want word to get around town that you're a, you're a cheapskate. Man. No, you don't want that. You, you don't, don't want, want the, that. You don't want to be a cheapskate. Sam Elliott will come after you. Well, heard this guy's a cheapskate. Cease and desist. Uh, I think you. I I think the 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 petty answer here is keep like Venmo requesting her. You're not going <laughs> to do that, but <laughs> is this I, awkward? I like, I mean, like, uh, do they not? I don't. I don't know. Maybe like you know what you should do next time you go to dinner. Yeah. Maybe the next five times, depending on how hard you'll ball. You just go, hey, maybe you could pick up the tab since I got the tab and for the trip to wherever. Whoa, Make her, yeah. Mexico. Yeah, we went to member Mexico. Like, you owe me, like, five nice dinners. Yeah, maybe you make it, like, a, like make it into a joke. Like, oh, yeah, like, no, I got Mexico. You got the next six dinners. Ha ha. And she's like, Or if Wait, you're going what? to, like, Texas Roadhouse, you got like, the next 15 dinners. Isn't everywhere in Mexico all-inclusive? How didn't, th- how didn't this come up prior? Not everywhere. Maybe he got the flights. This sounds like a situation where he might have got the flights. Mm. It is a he, right? It is a he. Okay. We don't want to out this person, but. It could have been a uh, a girl and girl trip. Is there a certain, um, never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't I don't know. Uh, she keeps stalling. There's probably a reason. It's not like she's. Maybe she just doesn't have the money. Yeah, she doesn't have the cash. He says he's, he's only withholding sex at this point for leverage. You know what? Maybe just pay for your, your girlfriend's trip. Yeah. Maybe be nice here. Don't be, be a big baller. Don't be a little baller. The bar ball. We uh, we ordered those flip flops when they when they came out. Big baller brand. Yeah, big baller brand. Yeah, big baller brand flip flops, and they took about seven months to ship. Didn't Big Cat? What a Big Cat! He got the curries. Yes, that was one of my favorite internet <laughs> things. But he got the the curries that everybody roasted, and he got a pair. I was like, dude, because I, I like in my head, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do that. And he did it. I was like, yeah, it's much better when he did it. Yeah, it's funny. He's got, man, he's got bits over there. He yeah, he, he's, he's a very good, talented guy, isn't he? It's, does it's, well. Yeah, he does well for that himself, <laughs> the company. PFT is a great, uh, great guy, too. I, I've always said that I want to get you and PFT in a room and just watch that. It, 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 
Jordan Pippen. Just absolutely. I don't know about that. Oh, I feel like I feel like it would go. I feel like it wouldn't it go would, as you plan. It would either go tremendously well or end in disaster. There's there's no in between. Good content either way. Exactly. You know what else is good content, Dave? What this ritual ad read. Mm. We deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why, especially when it comes to something we take every single day. Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. How about that bioavailable? I did two things this morning when I got up. Hit me. Three things. I showered. Yeah. Brushed my teeth. Sure. Four things. Drank a big glass of water. Uh, yeah. Fourth. Yeah. Ritual. Boom. Boom. You pop open a little can and... Give my little whiff yeah. for the day, little that nice minty, minty flavor. Minty fresh. And then I just pop two ritual. Here I am. Bang. You know what you won't find, Dave? Sugars, GMOs, major allergens, synthetic fillers, and artificial colorants. Thank God. Plus the fresh taste and delayed release capsule design makes taking your vitamins easy. Did you know that they have science that the ritual vitamins navigate to a part of your stomach? That isn't as sensitive, so you so it doesn't make you feel sick. I believe it. Yeah, because I've I've taken multivitamins since I was a kid. And yeah, I, there's I've gone through phases where I take some that hurt my tummy, my little tum tum. Yeah, and Ritual does not hurt my tum tum. Even if I take it without food, right. um, which I don't know what they recommend, but I've I, I'll take it like this morning. Mm -hmm. I, I picked up food on my way in. Uh, I took it without it, and I'm fine. Boom. It's the vital. Excuse me. It's a multivitamin reimagined which contain key nutrients and forms your body can use to help fill in gaps in your diet and no shady extras. Their delayed-release capsule design delivers high-quality nutrients, including vitamin D3 in two daily pills. You'll always know what nutrients you're taking and where they come from. Thanks to Ritual's one-of-a-kind visible supply chain. Uh, yeah. I love that. You can, you like, and it, it's international. It's, it's something from Norway. It's something from Italy. Mm. taught the world how to eat, Dave. Mm -hmm. Now available for women, men, and teens, Ritual Multivitamins are specifically developed to help support different life stages. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every single month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription anytime. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your order. It's risk-free. How about that? Fantastic. Get the nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering listeners of this podcast 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash Randy to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash R-A-N-D-Y, Randy, to start your ritual today. Have a voicemail, Dave. How about a voicemail, Dave? Brett's got a voicemail, folks. What's up, Brett? This is uh, Rob from Pittsburgh calling with a little roommate question. A uh, couple guys from uh, college, two guys, thinking about moving in together. But the problem is there's only one master bedroom. So how will we decide who gets it? Uh, I'm the only single guy of the group, so do I get it? Uh, you know, I'm the oldest one in the group, so do I get it? Can you just give me a reason to tell them I get it? All right, I'll shut up and listen. Two guys, one bedroom, Dave. Rob from Pittsburgh. This is tough. Um, you fight to the death, right? Yeah. Um, I had a situation like this right after college. I almost moved to Austin right after college. Oh. Um, and honestly, so we got in, it was, it was before the market. Seriously, you know if I had I bought a house then, 
Woof. So true story. We we looked at me and a guy who I didn't really know him. Mm-hmm. He was uh he was in my fraternity, but he transferred out before I even got there. But he was still friends with some guys. Mm-hmm. One of our other mutual friends linked us like, hey, he's moving to Austin too. Y'all should live together. Did uh, you happen to join a media company with him at any no. point? And then no, okay. no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> so we were we went and looked at an apartment, mm-hmm. and I, it was man, I wish I could remember where it was because Austin's changed so much. But I think it was nice, and there was one big bedroom. Mm-hmm. And one very, very average-sized bedroom. And we kind of were like, yeah, who's going to get that? And he's like, well, I think I should get it because I'm the one who did this or this. And I was like, well, I don't want to just not have that. I, and I was like, I took it personally. I was like, well, I, I should get it because this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And we ended up just not living together. I just moved back to Dallas-Fort Worth. Man. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. It shattered I, you. I, at that point, I didn't have a job. Okay. Um, But, yeah. So, anyway, I – this guy's the only single one, mm-hmm. which I think you got to defer and let those two fight it out. The the two that are in relationships, but are they in? These guys are right out of college. How serious yeah. is the relationship they're in? I, yeah, and I, I partially included this voicemail because that brings me to an, an, the other question: is like the single guy. Have you noticed the single guy in groups is always at a disadvantage when it comes to rooms? Yeah, absolutely. Apps like vacations and trips and and living situations. The single guy is always expected to just be like cool with crashing on a couch. And I I'm gonna stand up for the single guy. I don't I don't think that sh- if the single guy wants to pay the same price or extra for a room, like the single guy shouldn't just be pushed to the to the sure. bottom. You know? Yeah. But I get I mean I I get it. I get the argument. But I don't, that's a whole that's a whole other question. That I mean, yeah, because like, what's the, so you're not going to get the big bedroom? Is it um, you think I'm going to be single forever? Like yeah. you, you don't think maybe I'll meet a, a nice young lady or nice young mm-hmm. guy in the next couple weeks, and maybe you know I need the bigger bedroom now. They're at dirty bills. Things get a little rowdy. Things get wild. You, Stuff happens. There. Yeah, you start doing a duet to Fleetwood Mac. Can I take this on a weird tangent? Absolutely. It's not even a weird tangent. It's Hit just me. it's just very I'm diverging here from the call. Is Dirty Bills a gay bar? Because it, it hmm. I've been told it's a gay bar, although it, it seems like the least gay gay bar because hmm. it doesn't oh it's you know what I mean? Yeah. I I Dave, I have no idea. I've been there one time. I've been time. told that. People are like, "Oh yeah, Dirty Bills gay bar." I'm like, "Really?" If it is, it's a it's a blast. Oh no, I I've, not that it, not that a gay bars wouldn't be a blast, but gay bar, yeah, um we, we, go, we went to one. There was one in Oklahoma City that we mm-hmm. went to with. Uh, we went with uh, our our gay friend many sure. times. Well, not many, like twice, and it was fun. Some I, of the, some of the drunker nights. I feel like Austin doesn't Austin kind of have a, a strip of gay bars over by yeah. where the uh, yeah yeah yeah. Okay, Cedar is it around Cedar Street. I don't know. I, I don't know the street names, but it's over by that uh, that Marriott. I stayed at one time with Klein. Yeah. Yeah, so I sorry, I was just I've always wanted to I don't know to know. That's a great question. But yeah, not I don't I feel like you guys need to all do odds or or uh Yeah, is this like a push short up contest something? Mm. Yeah, assert your dominance yeah. in a non-physical fighting way. Right. Yeah, I mean I I get this guy's problem. I've been there before too. We had uh, in college it was five of us in a three bed. One guy got the single, two guys got to had to share. And so I, I ended up getting the single because I was, 
I pulled the I should get it because it was my number that was drawn for the the room lottery. I had the lowest number, so I, because of because of my number, we're here in the situation. So I'm getting the single. I pulled that card because it was sophomore year of college. I wanted a single. Obviously, I'm trying to think like they're all going to be paying the the equal amount of rent. That that's the the easy solution is like if hey, somebody offers, like I'll pay a little bit more. If if you're if you're getting a deal yeah. on having a smaller room. As you should be, if you have the master bedroom with a like an attached bathroom, yeah, that should cost more, and it should be up to the person to to pay it, right? Like that's the solution. Is that's that's what I did with in uh, in New York, living with my buddy Johnny, who lived in a uh, our our it was basically a one bedroom, and the walk-in closet was converted to a, a second bedroom. So his <laughs> this poor dude, this bed like his bed was Sheesh. touching the walls on both sides, and I felt so bad. But I paid. You know, a couple hundred dollars more. Good. So that's that's the solution. Find a solution with the payment and go from there. That's yeah. Whoever gets the bigger one, you know, figure it out. Figure out the, the numbers. Make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're if, – I don't think they're living with the, the girlfriends, right? It, yeah, it doesn't sound like it. So, in fact, if they're not – if the girlfriends aren't living there, th- that shouldn't really play into it at all. Correct. Just because you're going to have another person who might occasionally stay there. That that doesn't mean you get the the big bedroom. Yeah, but that's that's going to be the uh, that's going to be part of of guy number two's argument. You know, he's going to be like, oh yeah, well, well, like Sheila's coming over, shouldn't we have like the bigger? It's like no, no, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Not you don't live together. You don't live together. Man, I you've can... been dating for four weeks. <laughs> you met her at Dirty Bill. Yeah, you met her at Dirty Bill. This guy's from Pittsburgh. Maybe you met her at Permani Bros. Good sandwiches over there too. Oh, well. good sandwiches. Let's do the next one. This comes from Anonymous. They say, I started a new job a few months ago, and I've become friends with a coworker a few years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Her and I go to happy hours frequently okay. and occasionally go out on the weekends. We're both in relationships. Okay. Okay. So obviously we bring our partners when we go out. The issue is that my boyfriend and I don't like her fiance. Oh, here we go, Dave. My boyfriend and I are older than her and her fiance. Let's call him John. So we usually don't go as hard as they do. John is not a guy we would hang out with given the choice. For context, my coworker and John recently moved here from out of state. They're both fresh out of college and have been engaged for six months. John works at a car dealership and radiates salesman vibes. Nice. He wears a gold chain everywhere, brags okay. about how much money he makes, yes. and tries to sell my boyfriend a new truck all the time. It's truck month. I really like my coworker, but she also vents to me about their relationship problems. I know he's kind of a jerk, and honestly, I don't think they'll last. I don't want to stick my nose in their relationship, but I also don't want to hang out with them as a couple. I love doing things as a big group, and I think he brings everyone down. What do I do? Sounds like this guy sucks. Stinks. I can picture this guy. And I can picture this relationship. And I can picture the fight they get in every time they go out. Yeah. Um, you got to. You kind of got to eat it, right? I think you got to just. You can't. You can't interject in that. Your coworkers. I know you're your friends outside of work. But, like, you've got to work with this person. So, if, if, if she's not receptive to it and, like, wow, yeah then you've just burned that bridge potentially forever. 
Right. And you have to see this person presumably five days a week. And just don't do it. I mean, just let her, you know, unless unless there's something egregious mm-hmm. um, that you're picking up on, like, um, then don't, I don't, I, don't I, I wouldn't really worry about it. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's like a uh, a way to accelerate the demise of this relationship. Don't say, don't be a saboteur. Don't be a saboteur, <laughs> but you can like, if he's that bad to go out with, have him out like all the time so this girl realizes this dude sucks constantly. <laughs> I mean, maybe she, some people are just drawn to that though. Some yeah, people don't mind like, it. Some, some they love the the fight at the end of the night. Couple tequilas go down. As long as like that's a Chase Rice lyric. If he's a d bag, that's one thing. Now, if he's like mean to her, yeah, talking down to her, like that's where you step in and be like, "Hey, what? Are you okay?" Like this dude, totally. But there's the line, and if, there is if, a yeah. If the line is crossed, that's when you can stick your nose in. Uh, yeah. Until that point, though, this dude just sucks and is a douchebag. I mean, when you're recapping the weekend that the y'all went out big, like on Monday morning, you guys, maybe you'll go to lunch or something, go get a coffee. Mm-hmm. Be like, wow, uh, John or whatever, a yeah. car dealer guy, he's really drunk, like real drunk. I mean, yeah. is he always, does he always get like that? <laughs> you can maybe do that. I yeah. mean, that's a little bit uh, aggressive, but. I like it. I like it. Something like that. I just, you don't, I don't know. It just depends on your, if, if y'all end up like vacationing together and, and like, or like you and her, like become legit best friends outside of work, then you can take her to dinner and be like, Hey, totally. I don't, I'm worried about this guy. I think this, I, you know, I kind of feel for this girl too. Like fresh out of college, already moved, so young. moved in with her boyfriend. Sure. And, and I'm sure realizes what she says. They talked about their relationship problems. Like I'm sure she's sitting there like ah fuck, how did I do? Yeah, I don't th- I don't think it's a a mystery at this point that she's not thrilled with the situation and probably knows that it's also not going to last. How's it like, affecting her? Yeah, I mean you you see her every day. Like, is it are there times where she comes in and she seems like she's completely sad because maybe they they've been fighting or something? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it's if it seems like it's affecting her work or, or affecting her personality, how she is toward you, be like, hey, is everything okay? And you don't even have to bring him up. Just, yeah. And maybe she'll you can get it out of her and then go from there. John, John, uh, car dealer guy, sounds like he texts her, like she goes to a happy hour. She's like, who are you with? He, that he was, gives me that. That vibe. was a little bit of a vibe based on the very very limited information. <laughs> yeah. I was I was like trying to g- take it down. Like, so how bad is this? Like, what's he doing? Yeah. It it sounds he's insecure if he's bright, oh. if he's talking about how much money he makes he's insecure anybody everybody knows that that's yes. how that works and the the chain and the tries to sell a guy a truck don't hate on the chain he's got an SR seventy one is that what it is SR ninety one what's the what's the Chevy the Blink one eighty two yeah SR seventy one is a Z seventy one SR seventy one is a pop punk band from the early two thousands uh, and they sing is that ninety nine red balloons no no that's that gold is, that's Goldfinger no. They covered Go, 99 oh. Red Balloons. Who's the OG 99 Red Balloons? Isn't it Nina? I believe her name is Nina. Really? Yeah. This is mid-podcast. Yeah. Uh, Nina. Yeah. What is that? Who does that? Oh, right now. Right now. Yeah. That's I, didn't even, I didn't look it up. I didn't look it up. I, I looked it up. Okay. And it's you right are now. correct, sir. Um, it's also a... Uh, uh, I'm gonna, it's a Lockheed. I don't want to butcher this. I was going to say an Air Force spy... Plane. I believe it's a Lockheed Martin production. The Blackbird. That uh, flies at like 70,000 feet over the Soviet Union. I don't know. Okay. 
Mach, pulls like Mach Maybe he gets shot down. Mach three and a half. That's happened. Uh, they got shot down in a... What did that guy... U, U2? Was it a U2? Probably. That sounds How to right. Dismantle an Atomic Bomb. Great album. Bono. That's the guy. I think we answered that well. I think we got it. We got there. It's tough, and, and you're you're great for looking out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're in a you're in a you got to pick your spot. But just just continue to monitor the situation. Right, I think so. I think that's a good good call, and uh, I'm sure you'll help her out going forward. Let's do the next one though. Hey, Brett and Dave, long time, first time here. This question is specifically for Dave. Getting a lot of Dave love. Wow, got a lot of Dave hey, love guys. in the in the, in the mail. When I tweeted that out, anyway. My wife and I just found out we are expecting our first child. How about that? Congratulations. As a new father, do you have any advice for the months leading up to the birth? We have the doctor's appointment scheduled, all that stuff. Other than that, I am lost. Thanks in advance for any advice and keep up the great work. Dave, since I do not have a child, I will defer to you on this, but... I before you get into it, I I stand with this guy being like, I feel like there's a lot of uh, blogs you can read about, you know the the w- what to expect when you're expecting from a woman's point of view, and I feel like there's for a guy it's like uh, wing it. You know, there's not outside of being just very supportive and kind of realizing how uncomfortable the last part of a pregnancy is, mm-hmm. as far as just. It's hard to it's hard to sleep um, for your mm. your your pregnant wife. Yeah, I mean they they can't roll over right, Ugh. and it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, um, to varying degrees, right? Um, just just know that. So empathy helps yep. a lot, and you might have to shoulder more of the load than you're used to around the house. I mean, I, you know, depending on how you guys divvy up, if who whoever does the cooking, you may have to do more of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a good time for you to prepare to like add structure to mm. the household dynamic because you're going to have to have that once the baby's born. Okay. You're going to get on a schedule. Now that schedule will deviate a little bit because um, uh, babies are unpredictable as I'm learning. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a, you don't want to, you don't want to just mail it in. <laughs> oh, look at that. Uh, and then next thing you know, She's in labor, and then it's like, oh, now I got it. Okay, here we go. Now we got this baby. Now it's time to get serious. Like the time to get serious is is months in advance, honestly. So you're good thinking on yep. this on this guy's part. Um, did, but did you have any any resources that helped you? I didn't reach like, it. I, well, I, I read. Oh, this. Okay, yes, Brett. I read some of the baby books sure. um, that that she was reading. Okay. You know, just I, I I found some. I bookmarked some some stuff. Uh, okay. uh, flipping through, like highlighter. Good to know. What to do if your baby is is spitting up too much or uh, has the hiccups? Yeah. Or your baby's yelling in your face. Why do they cry? Nobody knows. Uh, I mean, they've got ideas, if there's yeah. theories, but you don't know. Um, like what to expect. There's what to expect books. Um, mm-hmm. The one I've mentioned before, and I think you have to pay for it, but it, I think it's I think Alyssa, my wife would would agree taking they, ca- uh, taking care of babies. Her name's Kara. Ah, and it's like a PDF. I think it is a PDF, actually, Brett. You're a big fan. Huge. And um, yeah, that's that's been very helpful. You kind of is like okay, weeks one through five. Here's what Mm -hmm. to. Here's this, this, and this. Then they're gonna go into a a leap. They're growing, and then you'll notice a sleep regression. 
just ah. just be ready. Just be prepared. That's how you do it. Prepare yourself by by doing that. I'm sure you're reading baby book or she's reading baby books already. Mm-hmm. Just peruse them. And even if you're not taking notes on it, just at least make it look like you're 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 I see. you're getting something out of it. Yeah, I because I I, th- I share, you know, I I plan on having children, and I very cool. I share this guy's like, what the fuck do you, do I do? Like, I don't think you're ever ready, right? You can never afford kids. You're never ready for kids. Correct. You can you never know exactly what to do, and people just say do it, right? But obviously, you need some sort of preparation. You're not going to that thing blind. I'm terrified, yeah. Dave, of. Uh, the, the head and the neck, I feel like it growing, we had like home ec class growing up, right? Oh, like, yeah. And if you let the baby's head tilt back, yeah, like you fail the, cause it's like, yeah. oh yeah, your baby broke his neck. And I'm like, if, uh, if it's it falls not back that... like three inches, am I, am I uh, toast no, or No, that's out? the thing that's going to happen is I don't think I, you don't, I don't, you don't want it to happen like repeatedly. Yeah. And again, I am not a doctor <laughs> and I'm not a finance major. I don't, right. this is not financial advice. This is not medical advice, but like babies are surprisingly resilient. Right. What the one of the most shocking things to me was when we were in the hospital and you know, we've got the got our, you know, two hour old baby or whatever mm-hmm. next day. And I'm all like I'm picking it up and I'm being like it's a yeah. nuclear football. The shroud of Tehran or whatever. Nice. The nuclear football. <laughs> and I'm just like I'm so careful. Then the nurse comes in and she just picks it up, unwraps it, changes it swaddles it you know burps it like you know really just and like like it's just clo- like uh routine like the which it is because she's a nurse in the uh in the baby unit but the way like they just are very not aggressive but just very very um confident and mm-hmm. like yeah it's fine they're they're babies they, they, they even say that like they're very resilient like wow. don't drop your baby don't yeah. don't shake obviously don't shake your baby don't be be be, be gentle but like it's okay right yeah, Man. the neck thing. We never had. I never did the home ec baby thing. Oh yeah, I didn't have to take home ec. Yeah, home ec. We I did. Uh, we did sewing. We did. I wish I knew that. We did uh, international tax law, and we did babies. Um. Wait. Why did you do international tax law? Were you guys sheltering assets? Yeah, it was mostly Saratoga has a lot. Like a. You gotta put. You gotta put your money somewhere. Teach you how right, to open you know? up an offshore account. Right. Yeah. The Maldives. Create some shell LLCs. Right. Yes. Exactly. We cre- we made an LLC in sports marketing class. It's very easy. And it was weird because our teacher, uh, Mr. Grady, actually had like we legitimately were making LLCs, and he was like, "All right, don't tell your parents, but we're gonna park. Like, I'm gonna park some money in here, and you guys just just keep it on the down low." What the fuck? Yeah. I think it was laundering. Where did you go to school? What is this? A, lot, a big gambling town, Dave. Big gambling town. Unbelievable. Um, so, so obviously you have to be careful of the head and neck on a baby. But it's yes. like if, if you if you miss the arm one time, it's not the end of the world. No, Rhodes, shockingly, uh, <laughs> had a very has a and has had a very strong neck. Like they were remarking in the hospital, like, "Wow, he's he's already like trying to pick his head up. Like he's got really? a very strong neck." Yeah, dude. Once once they're good on the neck. Uh, we're playing t-ball. Like I'm all right. Like once so, we get past that point, I'm good. My thing now is my favorite thing to do is well, I'm sitting down on the couch, pick mm-hmm. him up, and just hold on un- like my hands under his armpits and just have him like try to stand. Oh, and then just kind of letting go a little bit and grabbing him like oh. and just trying to like teach him balance and like because I know he's he's not close to to walking or sure. standing, but it's fun. It's really funny to see him like 
with his like you can feel his legs, his muscles working, and like oh. he squats down, and he gets up, and like you can see what it's gonna look like, and that's a oh. very very fun thing. That's tight. Yeah, dude, your baby's like four months old, right? Almost. And he's like he's already getting the hang of like like supporting himself. Yeah, he's working on wow. it. We're working well, on they, it. They or, crawl first, right? Yes. Okay. Um, when like I've got him, I've got him down, and he's like kind of in a little ball, and he'll like, you know, do it. He's in a squat position. He squats mm-hmm. up. What I like to do is accelerate the, the like when he's getting up and like okay. put him up into the air, holding him the whole time, of course. So the, so the he thinks he just jumped. Oh. It's like it's like he doesn't think that, but it's like see, I'm I'm training him to have a just a super dope vertical. Got it. That his confidence. I love it. The ceiling is the roof. Right. Right. In the words of MJ. Yes. Man, I think I'm, I'm gonna have a baby now. Breaking news. <laughs> no, that's tight. And and again, congratulations to this guy. Um, that's really cool. That, that and it's cool that you're like, what the fuck do I do? I'm sure that's not a, an uncommon approach, but I think uh, you know, pr- probably the internet. Gives yeah, you, gives you the most, and maybe a podcast with two dickheads like trying to mansplain what to do. A dad know. to dad, can you? Yeah, dad to dad. You dad got, to dad. You got dad stuff now. Go on the internet, type in what to expect as a soon-to-be father. I get. Boom. I bet there's some SEO that's going to help you out. Yeah. Well, you got to be careful of the paid stuff, Dave. Yeah. Good point. Let's do the next one. <laughs> hey, mail and crew. First, just want to say, love the podcast. I'm a long time. I like that. Just saying, I'm a, I'm a long time. That's a good one. My question is, my brother is getting married in July. He gave me the honor of being the best man, and obviously it comes with a lot of responsibilities, one of which is throwing a badass bachelor party. I had a lot of ideas when he asked me pre-pandemic, but now I'm at a loss. For context, I live in Ontario, Canada, where the lockdown oh, restrictions yeah. are pretty tight. Can't travel anywhere and can't really do anything. Did you like? Did you know Canada? Canada's like it, it, April of 2020 in the U.S. Like you, you can't go to, you can't do anything. Uh, forgive me for not knowing this. Have they had a resurgence? Have they had like a third, second, no. or third wave? That's they're just Canadian. They're just being very, 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 very cautious. Okay. Out um, of respect for, you know, out of respect for one another, bud. Well. They are northern, uh, geographically speaking. So it's, what I mean by that is they may not have as many outdoor activities. Right. So like in Texas, I think it was a little bit easier for us to open up because it's warmer down here. Um, we know now that it doesn't spread outside. Yes. Right? Yeah. Sunlight, vitamin D helps you, helps your immune system, the mm-hmm. wind blowing. All those things are factors, right? Totally. Canada, up north... Again, up north with the geography, Dave. Um, Nailed it. Maybe that's that's part of what's what's holding them back a little bit. Is yeah. you have people um, still huddled together indoors. I don't know. In the in the ice, you know, ice fishing. That's a tough place for COVID. If yeah. You're in a little hut. Yeah. A little absolutely. hut. That's what they all do. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> for, uh, he says, I thought about getting a cottage for the party, but in my research, I fell short of anything that was a good quality and at a reasonable price. We are faced with the situation of now having the party at my house. Oh, no. Which is fine because we have a tight walkout basement situation. You would love a walkout basement, Dave. Don't even know what that is, but it sounds tough. Oh, I'll, I'll explain in a second. My question is, how do I throw an absolute rager for my brother 
and make this night special for him and his boys. Thank you, and keep on keeping on. So, in lieu of the ba- actual destination trip, they're going to throw an actual bachelor party. Yeah. Something that I've never been a part of. Oh. I've never seen it. I've never had any friends who have done that. We've always done a, destination. a golf weekend mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. We've never done, like, all right, we're just going to throw it down one night. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know how you get people there. Because you don't want – I mean, I don't know. Like, how are you, are you trying to throw Mitchapalooza? What is I think it, it sounds like he wants to do Mitchapalooza. So you have that's to call what I was thinking. Speaker City. You have to get Snoop Dogg involved. So yes. The border restrictions are probably tougher there. That will be tough. Right. Are you Vince Vaughn? You, you have know? a vaccine passport? Yeah. I don't know. Are they I letting you? Like, you can't travel to Canada. No, because right we're it. supposed to have this fucking <laughs> trip, Dave. And I'm in contact with them. And unfortunately, the border is still closed for all That's okay. leisure That's activities. Okay. Um. Man, because my suggestion for this guy, not knowing what is and what isn't open in Canada, but it sounds like not much, mm-hmm. would be like a golf a golf destination thing where you can drive within a couple hours. You can't even golf, dude. You can't play it's golf. Insane. It's insane what Canada is doing. They, they I remember how I was. I didn't even want to play golf like begin early pandemic when yeah. like the course is open. I was like, I have no desire to go play golf. I wouldn't have fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And knowing now. What surfaces are are not a big as big of a deal surfaces and, and being outside? Yeah. yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't even think about it. But that's tough. That's really tough. Yeah, maybe maybe can't. I don't know when this this guy's um, wedding is, but maybe maybe he'll run into some good luck and they'll open up a little bit before. But is this Trudeau? Is it still Trudeau up there? It's still Trudeau up there. Yeah. Is he is he doing this all from the uh, a federal level or is it is it up to different pro- is it provinces? Province is nice. Province to province. Nice. I think it's province to province, um, and I'm basing that completely off the way they run their junior hockey leagues. Okay, uh, okay. but I think it's a federal. It kind of comes from the top. Yeah, they give they, they strong empower, central government. They empower their states to make their own decisions that just happen to fall in line with everything the government says. Gotcha. Maybe you could organize a um, a trip to cross to sneak across the border into the U.S. I was gonna say, you want to have some fun here in Ontario? Hop down in the uh, the old St. Lawrence River. Maybe go off. Maybe go fishing. Fishing has to. be Where allowed. does that take you? Where would you end up? Uh, you would end up in Lake Ontario. Where if you, if you well, Michigan? technically is that Northern Michigan? Uh, Where do you end up? New York. New York. You, if you went with the river, you would go out to the Atlantic Ocean. If you went like, don't do that. Yeah, if you went the other way, you end up in Lake Ontario. Although, given given uh, our worst ofs recently, don't do anything that involves you uh, doing anything with a boat. Right, actually, because everybody it seems like all of our listeners have trouble on watercraft. That's what? been that's been made. Wash clear. media is not. We're not a uh, a nautical pod. A nautical, right? Not, that's we're great, radical, great but word. not nautical. Nautical right. is a great word. Yeah. Why did Nautica never take off as like the cool fratty brand? I think they they tried something that didn't work out. It's it seems to me that they like they could they should be Izod, right? They should be that level. I I in theory, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I didn't do it. I had Nautica pullover growing up. I, I think I had Nautica cologne every, at one point. Every day. Man. Yeah, this is tough. Um Maybe I, just maybe look if if it's just going to be you and ten ten of the dudes mm-hmm. and I mean I'm not even thinking about like inviting like I mean are you trying to throw like a throw like 500 people like get everybody I, yeah, in it, town there if you want to do that you then there's not much we can tell you no. if it's just you and a few of the guys 
Get some very, very nice scotch. If he's a bourbon guy, get very nice bourbon. Something, you know, or cigars. Um, yeah, there's. I'm just thinking about like be. what dudes do when they're at like you know their buddy's cabin or ranch. Uh, I'm nervous for this guy though. Like, you're you're having you you're gonna have a glorified poker night. That right? would be fun too, though. Which would be fun. No, don't get me wrong, but I I almost want him to. He said uh, he said he fell short of uh, a good quality cottage. There's a lot of lakes in Canada. And there's a lot of people that I'm sure are hurting for rentals. There you go. Let's revisit the cottage. Yeah, run it back. Let's Maybe run get it back. You a, um, not a travel agent, but like um, uh, a buddy who's who's more well versed in that. Because it, running a college or a cottage for a weekend with with ten guys just is is so much more of a bachelor party vibe and fun than do it in, in your basement, even though it has a tight walkout situation. I'd be willing to help. Here. Explain the walkout basement to me. Uh, a lot of basements in the north are well. Everybody has a basement in the north. A lot of houses, since the terrain is so hilly, uh, a lot of houses are. Built. No, I know. Yeah. Okay. So the basement is basically exposed yes. at one side or another. Home Alone. Can... Home Alone house had one, didn't it? Uh, or couldn't it, you get in the basement from the th- maybe that's a storm storm door situation? Okay, yeah. A lot of houses, a lot of older houses. My like family that too. up there did not, but they all had basements, and I can remember mm-hmm. like that's where we played as kids. Yes, they would stick us down in the basement because they're all finished. It's basically a, a second living room to have where kids go to have fun. Absolutely. Um, but a lot of houses are built on hills, which means a good portion of the basement is exposed on one of the four sides. Uh, we had one growing up. It's where you sneak out. Obviously, hell yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's a it's a tight sit. I'm old school. I had to pop the screen off my window to sneak out. Yeah, didn't need that. Nope. Yeah, just walk right Got down. Got caught many times. Walk right down in the basement. Um, let's run back the cottage here. Okay. Before we, before we commit to the house. Uh, talk talk to Chuck here. Call up Charles Schwab. Get a loan. An annuity. Yes. CD, perhaps. Do they do annuities? I always say that, and I don't even know what I just I sold all my annuities to J.G. Wentworth. Oh, okay. For cash now. I, mine's all converted to Bitcoin, so I am actually in a lot of trouble right now. <laughs> Speaking of. Uh, hit, hit me up in the DMs, my man from Ontario, Canada, and let's let's uh, let's figure something out here. Let's I wanna, go. I want to help you have a, a better party than your, your basement anyway. Let's go to the last question, Dave. Let's go. Dear Brett and fabulous guest host, which happens Hello. to be Dave Ruff. First time, long time, love the pot. I would appreciate your thoughts on what to do about a phony, fake, and generally incompetent manager. Oh, wonder who wrote this. Oh, Brett. Did you write this about me? For context, I started my job last fall and truly loved the manager that brought me on board. Shortly after starting, he let me know there would be a restructure, and he was moving to another team. Fast forward six months later, and my company decided to hire a manager who has fewer years of experience from me, and has never held a position at his previous companies for longer than a year. About six Ooh. weeks in now, and I have found him to be completely unhelpful when it comes to supporting my work, constantly misses important details, and in general seems more interested in networking and building his profile than supporting me and my peers on the team. As a newer hire myself, how would you suggest I navigate the situation? I'm too new to apply to another position on the team, and I'm afraid I have to stick it out for at least a while longer. That's probably accurate, and that's really good that you know that. Yeah. That you're recognizing that. I wouldn't have been that smart. Okay. I was an idiot. I am an idiot. 
Um, I, okay. I mean, I, you know, if I see some incompetence, I'm going up, going up the ladder. Yeah. Like, hey, what's this guy's deal? This fucking incompetent. Um, putting out a press release. Putting out a yeah. I'm I'm doing a tweet. No. Um, you need to first of all understand that the people above him. They are watching him probably very closely because they are probably aware this this person has limited experience, right? That's yeah. what we said. We this our friend here Less clearly looked into his his LinkedIn. <laughs> yes, and they're probably like they're pro they're aware of it, right? Mm-hmm. And they're watching um, to see how this person does. And what you can do, you will probably at some point encounter. Your boss's boss. Yep. A little happy and hour. And they will ask you, don't offer it up on your own. Don't be like, hey, someone I talked about, my boss that you hired. Because that's insulting to the, if you tell somebody, hey, the guy you hired mm-hmm. or gal, um, I don't remember what pronoun we had there. Um, they're not good at their job. That's a, that's an ego blow to someone, a higher up, mm-hmm. the person that hired this person, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's insulting. Like, oh, you're saying I don't know how to hire? Yep. And unfortunately, that's something you uh, you have to deal with. From time to time in the mm-hmm. professional world. So you need to wait until you're called upon and you will be called upon. You need to keep documentation. If there's something that you get blamed for that was really your boss's fault, you need to be like, you need to keep those receipts. Be like, no, no, no. Here's the text. Or, I was told mm-hmm. to do this or this. Or here, here's the emails where I was told archive everything, save everything. Um, just keep the documentation. So, and, and don't, you don't want to ever go out of your way to make somebody look bad. Right. You don't want to gas yourself up at, at the cost of somebody. But if it's if it's starting to hurt the company and hurting your team, I don't know what what business this person's in. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's when it will become a real problem. Right. I think you're right. I think it's uh, there's some degree of like head down and wait for the opportunity, especially if you're new in your career. Yeah. Like you don't want to come in too hot. Um, and if you see something that you're like, this is going to hurt the company's bottom line mm-hmm. or something unethical, yeah, then yeah. that's There's... when maybe you, you, you go over your boss's head. Or HR. HR. Or <laughs> HR, yeah. But just incompetence, like this part, the, if they don't clean it up, then it's going to, they're going to get busted and they're going to get. Yeah. This kind of screams uh, manager that doesn't exactly have the day-to-day responsibilities and output. Yeah. So they can kind of just coast and float through through the day. Sure. And they're not they report theoretically, you know, weekly or whatever. They're like, "Oh, in the meeting, yeah, you know, things are going well, so and so." Keep your head down and, and incompetence will will reveal itself. Use it as a use it as motivation for you. Grind harder. Yeah, I was gonna say make your make yourself make yourself noticeable. Maybe you'll be in that role when they yeah. finally do can this this guy or right. gal. Yeah, put put yourself Boom. in that in that position. Put yourself in that position. If if you let your work speak for itself, so your manager has to be like, uh, oh, okay, uh, you're this is great or you know whatever it is. But yeah, head down, and it sucks, but you just got to keep doing it. Until uh, until the situation sorts itself out at a level that's higher than you are currently at, right? Good question. Good Gr- questions all around. Great questions all around. Loved loved today's episode. Before we get out of here, Dave, do you have uh, any shower thoughts? Oh, I I if you want me to lead off, I go got ahead. One, I got one teed up. I uh, I'm not going to reveal the name of this company, 
but I got, uh, in short, I was, I was got on Instagram. You know, the, the ads that are in the stories. And eventually I, I got got by a teeth whitening company. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, Something I need, by the way. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to have my teeth be whiter. Nothing wrong with my teeth the way they are. Like a little whiter. That's fine. This is uh, March. March 11th, to be exact. And um, so I order it. Ships next week. Great. Get an email a couple days later. Hey, mm. some you know the the the, uh, the emails that start with some news about your order. They said uh, due to supply chain issues, um, we are still waiting on your order, and it will not be delivered in the the confirmed window. We will update you when we have more information. Okay. And now we're on a wild goose chase, Dave. Like a month later. It's May. Yeah, it's it's two months later, but a month after that, we get the, uh, hey, uh, great, great news. The materials have uh, are, are now on their way to our Arizona warehouse where they will be disseminated upon upon receiving them. And then that's where they hit you with, uh, if you would like to upgrade. Oh, no. If you would like to upgrade or change your order, here are some options that we have in the stock. Or get a full refund right then and there. So at this point, I'm a month in. I'm like, no, I want my, I want my teeth whitening kit. I, I would like the kit, Dave. Month later, same same deal. Good news, we have received the, the the materials. They're now going through their quality control check. We're making sure each kit is up to snuff. Oh no. Um, so they're obviously not at the door yet. But again, they give you the would you like to upgrade? Or and by the way, the upgrade's not an upgrade. It's just it's changing to an older model of the teeth whitening kit. I got the generation 2.0, which um, is still not here. Or would you like a full refund? You gotta take the refund, bro. No, Dave, I'm st- I'm sticking. No, you it need out. you need to take it while it's there before this company goes under. <laughs> you never uh, you never it, see Ken- it. it. Kendall Jenner endorsed it. That doesn't mean anything. To oh me. yeah. They spent all their money and not in the production. It sounds process, like they put it all in the marketing, on the uh, marketing budget. aspect. Yeah, in, some, uh, none in the supply chain. Some dude no longer has a job because he bought like four thousand Instagram ads, and they're like, well, "You can't pay for production now." They so got thanks, a bunch. They got a round of VC. Yep, and they put it all to Kendall Jenner. Yep, which I mean, I'm sure they got a lot of orders. Hundred percent. They'll be closed they down should. in six months. They'll all be wealthy, and you will have no teeth whitener. Should I take? Should I take the yes? Thing? That's my shower thought for you. Just take the money. <laughs> take the money and run, Dave. Yes. No, I'm sticking it out. I'm sticking okay. it out. All right. Well, I look forward to your updates on this. We will oh. continue to monitor. The wireless <laughs> wireless teeth whitening kit, second generation. Second generation. That's how you know it's good. I spent entirely too much money on this. No, God. And it is, uh, okay. it is in the ether currently. Well, in their warehouse going through quality control checks. They're just checking. They got to make sure. <laughs> There's no banned substances in this uh, whitener. Oh, man. Well, that'll do it, Dave. You have fun? I had a lot of fun. Thank Good. you for having me on. Absolutely. We'll have to do it again. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. Rate it five stars. Review or tell a friend about it. Hit the hotline to provide a voicemail like our boy Robin Pittsburgh did. 888-362-MAIL. M-A-I-L. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio. They will see you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye for now.
Until we meet again. Goodbye.